Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. So much of the content that we see during the Christmas season misses the opportunity to show God's perspective on true beauty that the Bible makes so clear. That's according to today's guest, Jen Godson. We're also joined by her husband today, Jim E. Chandler. They together produced a new film called The Farmer and the Bell Saving Santa Land. They also play the lead roles in this film today on Connections. They'll share with us more about that film and why they decided to produce this film together. We're joined today by Jim E. Chandler and his wife, Jen Godson. They are the producers of a new film called The Farmer and the Bell Saving Santa Land. They also play the lead roles in this movie as well. Now, before we get around to talking about The Farmer and the Bell Saving Santa Land, we want to learn a little bit more about the two of you. Tell us about yourselves. (laughs) Sure. Um, Well, I'll go first. And uh, I started uh, acting when I was a young kid. I was a military brat. I moved all around. So I always did the little plays in elementary school. My family settled in the Northern Virginia area and I uh, did theater in high school there. And then I went on to study theater in college, uh, but I didn't start pursuing it as a full-time career until about 2011. Mm -hmm. And then from then I was able to sign with an agent and then I started to book work in film and television. And me and Jen met in 2014 and we started this venture (laughs) in about 2016. So we've been on this journey for about four years, but I've worked in uh, mainly in television. I've done a lot of uh, some network TV as well as some um, appearances on different uh, reenactment shows that are filmed in the United States. And then me and Jen have worked on several projects together. So that's my quick, fast and in a hurry. (laughs) And then Jen do the same. Colleen, I was born in Bethlehem. uh, And during this Christmas season, it's just kind of fun um, to say that it was not in a manger. It's just Pennsylvania. And uh, when I was 15 is when I had the desire to impact and inspire audiences through storytelling on film. And that just looked like um, acting in lead roles that take you on a journey. And so I studied uh, for many, many years uh, because my drama teacher in high school told me I didn't have enough talent. So I wanted to really learn how do you act? How do you live truthfully under imaginative circumstances? And then my career uh, after doing extra work in Hollywood, uh, an opportunity presented itself where I was cast Um, picture pick to be Trisha Nixon in Ron Howard's film, Frost Nixon. And that's what launched my career. Um, And then in 2010, I started the passion and the dream of my heart, which was those lead roles. And since then, I've been in about 30 films. Uh, You can see them on Amazon. And uh, some of my favorites are My Daddy is in Heaven, which Jim and I worked on. Another one is God's Country. And uh, now the one that we produced together, The Farmer and the Bell Saving Santa Land, which just released. <laughs> now tell us a little bit about what led you to produce uh, The Farmer and the Bell Saving Santa Land. Yeah, well, um, it was this idea that came on my heart when I was dating this lovely chap. His mom and dad live on a farm. And I never, ever was around pigs, cows, chickens, goats, ever. (laughs) And when I was there visiting, this idea of the nursery rhyme that's very prevalent here in in America, the farmer and the bell, (laughs) and then bell, B-E-L-L-E, was a play on our mission, the word beauty, because our mission for the movie is discovering inner beauty. And I struggled in my life with not feeling pretty enough. And after I learned how to overcome those lies, those negative thought life um, with scripture, 
I said, wow, 90% of girls starting at a very young age struggle the same way. I want to really help them. And so that is what led us to build this franchise where we have movies, books, jewelry uh, to really help girls, teens, and women of all mature seasons <laughs> in their life. What was it like to produce and act in this film? You learn exactly why producers are kind of the, the big top dogs in Hollywood because the amount of the work that it takes to produce a film from start to finish. Um, and you're right, there's definitely, um, there is something to producing and acting at the same time. I, uh, I didn't work every single day on the project, but Jen did. And if I wasn't working on set, I was in the office. Like, I know I was securing trailers. I was doing all of these things before we started and, you know, managing the crew and, um, you know, all of that. Uh, it was, uh, it was challenging, <laughs> but it, it was very rewarding at the same time. Because when I was acting, it was a lot of fun, but it was, I had a, I did have a difficult time separating myself from being a producer and being an actor when I was on set and allowing the team to kind of do things. So that was a good learning, learning process for me was that when I was an actor, I needed to focus on being an actor and trust the team that I hired instead of trying to manage things. And uh, I did, you know, I was able to overcome that difficulty at first. And then, but Jen, <laughs> she needed to just completely separate herself. So yeah. So uh, Colleen, we've been on this adventure for four years and all of that time, maybe a few weeks were in front of camera as an actor. So that allows you to be able to create and work with an, a team of experts uh, that we brought on in our, in our production. Uh, but when we were actually filming, very hard for me to put on that logistical brain that you need to have as a producer um, and be in that creative space that you need to have as an actor. And I was able to have fun in that acting space for the most part. Um, when I look back over the film as a whole, um, I see the tension and the limitations uh, that I had in performance at places just because I felt the weight of making sure we were on time filming. Because as soon as you go overtime, you have to make sure you're honoring people financially for that time. And we had a fishes and loaves budget that God provided <laughs> just enough money to cover the time that was needed. <laughs> what was it like working together as husband and wife team? <laughs> oh, well, we started this journey as we were, um, when we were dating. And, uh, so we kind of, this has been a part of our, you know, our whole existence together. Basically, <laughs> uh, we worked together before we started producing this on several projects. So we had already started working together when we were dating. And then, um, when this started, uh, we just learned what each person's strengths were. She's creative. I'm more logistical. So she has an idea and then I try to figure out how to execute it. Or I say, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, she wanted to have candles in the middle of New York City. And when she was told she couldn't, she wasn't happy, but we couldn't but, do it. And but, Colleen, I had the idea of having a horse in a pink onesie wearing heels in the middle of New York City. And uh, we had like two to three weeks to execute that to make that happen. And Jim was able to get all the permits for children's, for the Flatiron Building, for the district, getting a horse in from Canada, onesies in from England that got held up in customs. And then a couple of years later, when we actually filmed the rest of production, because we used the horse and pink onesie scene to help raise financing, I had this other beautiful, 
exciting idea. Let's put Santa hats on pigs, little pigs, during the Santa Land games. Um, and then Jim helped execute that with the team, with his brother and our neighbor to build a little pig corral on their farm and lay down fresh and clean dirt. We did a pig casting. We brought in the right pigs that looked like those cute little cherubs that you see in Charlotte's Web. And we had a good time. <laughs> this film going back to the actual film and the storyline why is it so important to focus on a topic um like what you're doing mm. well i'd love to share a couple sure. words so the topic about inner beauty and understanding how do we usher in the spirit of christmas is uh, very close to my heart, just like I shared earlier, how I was able to overcome those lies. And I worked with um, a psychologist, psychologists and pastors to learn how to do that with biblical truths. And then I inscribed them onto this bracelet that has a Tiffany style chain with five charms that are inspired by the trend of Alex and Ani with 10 inscriptions that girls and women can look at and hold on to and renew their mind daily. And then it was so important that uh, we wanted to put it into the storyline of the movie, The Farmer and the Ballad. So my character loses this bracelet at a very young age. It's an heirloom given to her by her Grammy and she loses it at a farm festival called Santa Land. And as an adult, she becomes a famous model where she's looking to the world for her value. Um, what people tell her that she's pretty. And so therefore she believes she's really liked. And um, when her career's over aging out, um, that, that fan adoration ends. And she says, I need to find my bracelet. And so she goes, I need to overcome my fears of the chickens, pigs, goats, and cows, and rekindle that relationship with her childhood pen pal, who's now the farmer and the owner of Santa Land. And so she goes back to be able to overcome these things and then is left with that decision. If I don't find my bracelet, do I look to the spark of divinity, God's truths for who I am and why I have value? Or do I look back to that glitz and glam of the fashion world? Why is it so important to incorporate faith yeah. into this film? So we, we wanted to, we wanted to make sure that the message of inner beauty and worth and value and doing acts of love and all of those things were intertwined into an already fun and romantic movie. Um, but we also wanted to, to add that message in without being kind of heavy handed or preachy or, um, you know, kind of campy or cheesy as sometimes a Christian film can be. So we wanted to just let it be a part of the story uh, and to let and to let those truths stand on their own, you know, because it is it's a truth that you you are beautiful by doing acts of love. It's a truth that uh, you are wonderfully and beautifully made, fearfully and wonderfully made that, and that women are magnificent masterpieces. So we wanted to include those things. And then just to kind of show uh, kind of the opposites, like Belle's coming from one perspective and then she comes into this new the, this kind of uh, traditional home type thing. Uh, where there's a family that, you know, that says a prayer before a meal that uh, is in celebration of the whole idea of Christmas happening. Uh, and then Christmas also lends a little bit to that because it is the celebration of uh, the birth of Jesus. And everybody knows that. And uh, I think a lot of movies just kind of forget to even include that even in just a reference mm -hmm. During their during their Christmas movie, because now it, it, it's starting to go towards it's the miracle of Christmas, and when you know there's eighty percent of the country that 
that understand or believe in some higher power or God. So it, it's completely okay to mention that, you know, we're celebrating the light of the savior yeah. and to mention those things in regular conversation, instead of trying to put them in a lesson or in a, or in a, you're, you know, you need to follow the Bible says, you know, that you don't have to, you don't have to do a prerequisite for the Bible because the truth of the Bible is stronger than, than, than any of that. So. And one of those examples, um, we talked a little bit about the onesie, <laughs> that Belle wears matching the horse that's pink in the beginning or the end of her career. Well, she trades one onesie in for another onesie during the Christmas nativity. And so you have to watch the movie, which onesie that is. <laughs> and it is for active service where she truly learns what first Peter tells us is to use whatever gift you receive to serve others. And that's the scripture verse that we thread through the film is that when you are that joyful giver and the radiance of joy is coming off of you for from the love of God, that is one of the most attractive attributes, even more attractive than having perfect hair, clothing, and mascara. The Farmer in the Bell Saving Sandland sounds like the perfect opportunity to sit down with the family and enjoy a Christmas movie. Not only are they teaching people about faith and family, they're also teaching young girls and women in particular to celebrate the beauty that radiates from inside. We have so much more to chat about with Jen Gotson and her husband, Jimmy Chandler. We're going to continue this conversation. Join us tomorrow for part two.